Welcome to Tarot Magic, a daily guidance podcast offering practical advice from tarot with a sprinkling of magic. I'm Victoria. Today is Friday, February 23rd, 2024. And this week's featured deck is Oak, Ash, and Thorn Tarot by Stephanie Burrows, illustrated by Adam Ohlers, and published by Three Trees Tarot. You can find this and many other decks and divination tools at threetreestarot.co.uk. We have another major arcana card. Today's card is The World. Oak, Ash, and Thorn Tarot, in addition to the little guide cards that come with the deck, there's also a digital PDF guidebook. Now, this was emailed to me by Three Trees Tarot. This is not some QR code on the box bullshit. Okay, this deck came directly from Three Trees Tarot, and the guidebook did as well. I'd totally forgotten about it until today, but I was looking at it. So I'm just going to read the description of the world to you, according to this guidebook. On a rocky patch of grass, a stag, the emperor, hands the world on a string to the fawn, the fool. The world sheds a golden glow, twinkling like a Christmas ornament, as it dangles from its mouth. They pass it over to the little deer lying on a wreath, nestled amongst the rocks. The fawn stares mesmerized at the luminous orb as tiny stars peep through the pastel gray clouds above. So generally speaking, the world card is about completion. It's the end of a cycle or the end of a chapter, a sense of fulfillment or a goal achieved, satisfaction. And in the deck, in the numerical order of the majors and the fool's journey here, this comes right after judgment. And we had judgment the other day with the death card. So if we connect those together, perhaps this period of change and transition may be coming to an end or will be soon. Whatever needed to end or whatever transformational process was being undergone, maybe you've come to the end of that or are nearing the end of that and ready to move on to the next chapter. And this is also a black background with little stars, so very similar to the background in judgment. And by the way, I realized that all of the backgrounds on the major arcana cards of this deck are black. So they all appear to have nighttime scenes, which is in contrast to most of the minors, which a lot of which look like um, daytime scenes. Many of them are sunny, like the cards I'm about to talk about for this weekend. I pulled two cards for this weekend, and they are the Four of Cups and the Six of Wands. So this is an interesting combination because they seem, at first glance, maybe a little bit contradictory to each other, but I am going to show you how all of these cards connect, and I hope you're going to see how they all make sense together. So both of the cards are similar to the imagery on the Rider-Waite-Smith deck with some slight differences. So on the Four of Cups, the squirrel is sitting under a tree with its back to the cups, eyes closed, arms folded. And again, there are butterflies all around, and there's a ladybug in one of the cups. The cups are acorns, by the way, acorn tops. And the six of wands, the fox is up on top of a rock surrounded by the wands, and there are birds, butterflies all around, and the scene looks very bright and sunny and lush and green. 
and the fox is wearing a crown of flowers. Red laurels, to be specific, according to the guidebook. So if you were to compare this um, Four of Cups to the image on the Rider-Waite-Smith deck that this deck is based on, you'd see that one of the cups is being offered to the person under the tree. It's coming out of a cloud. It's very similar to the Ace of Cups. So it's often connected to the Ace of Cups. An offer is being made, but the person either isn't seeing it due to their own stubbornness or they're just not interested. They're just not interested in anything. And the traditional meaning still applies to this card. The squirrel isn't interested in the cups or the butterflies or the ladybug or the sunshine or anything else it appears because, as I said, its back is to the scene, eyes closed, arms folded. Well, (laughs) you know, arms for, I don't know what you call squirrel arms. Are they called arms? I don't know. They, They have hands on them. Why shouldn't we call them arms? Front legs? I think front legs is a little insulting. I mean, they have hands, so why shouldn't they be called arms? Anyway, now I'm off on a tangent. Let's get back to focus. Four of Cups represents just that feeling of being bored of everything, like nothing really interests you that much. You might feel stubborn, you feeling apathetic, and that can come as a result of having everything you want and not having to struggle or work for stuff. Or reaching a plateau in a situation. Now, the six of wands is about recognition of achievements. Now, if we connect that back to the Friday card, the world could be an achievement. And the six of wands upright, like we have it now, is usually about external recognition and appreciation and admiration. It's about victory. But remember that you have to acknowledge your own accomplishments. Now on the world card, the stag appears to be giving the fawn a gift. And although we don't see the hand coming out of the clouds on the four of cups from this stag, it still does represent being so caught up in your own apathy and stubbornness and disinterest that you may overlook things that are being offered to you or new opportunities. You have your eyes closed to the world around you whereas the Six of Wands suggests that people are seeing you and recognizing your talent or your skill. And all of these cards together seem to be saying that an opportunity could be available that you may overlook. And you may still be feeling some of that, even though the cycle could be or the chapter could be coming to a completion, you still may be feeling some of that disappointment or unhappiness or discomfort of the changes that took place, especially if you're just on the edge of that and you're not quite into the new thing yet, you could still be feeling the effects of that. And another interesting thing about this is if we put the Four of Cups and the Six of Wands side by side in the order that I pulled them, the squirrel on the Four of Cups is Um, well, not looking because its eyes are closed, but facing in the direction off to the left. And the fox on the six of wands is facing off to the right. So they have their backs to each other. And this is furthering the idea of the possibility of a missed opportunity. Like they're not connecting. This also brings us back to the beginning of the week. On Monday, we had the page of wands which is all about possible new opportunities and the possibilities card. So here, all these cards throughout the week are connecting to each other. 
And so to sum all of this up, don't turn your back on yourself because even if you're in a plateau or you're in this kind of sort of not really totally satisfied space or you're just kind of feeling over it all, you need to be able to recognize and give yourself credit for how far you've come. Even if you're not totally where you want to be ultimately, because you have these, these cards are saying you have made achievements along the way. And there are always small wins along the way of any process and in the greater scope of our lives. So the world, if the world is telling us that something has come to a completion, that doesn't mean the whole project has come to a completion, but something has happened that's been some kind of victory for you, these cards together suggest. So give yourself credit, even if you're not where you want to be yet, give yourself credit for the progress that you have made and the victories that you've attained. And finally, Don't get so wrapped up in your emotions that you miss something great. Don't underestimate yourself and the little things that might not really be so little. Okay, I think that's all I wanted to say about these cards. If you look at these cards and you see something different or they mean something else to you or resonate with you in a different way when you see the images, I would love to know. And of course, as always, if you have any other questions, comments, feedback, suggestions, or anything, I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me through my website, moonlightandmercury.com, and you can find me on Instagram at moonlightandmercury, which is all one word. And as always, I will share an image of the cards in my story. So please do have a look at them. And if anything comes to mind other than what I've already said, let me know. That's all for today. Thank you for listening, and I wish you a magical day. 